Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Seems like conservatives in Israel are doing better in their elections than conservatives in America. Why did the red wave turn into a red ripple? We have Dr. Anthony Harper from DC and he will explain from the White House. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? On today's show, we have a live interview with our White House correspondent. Dr. Anthony Harper is in DC and has already given a taped report, we'll show that in a few minutes, outside of the White House from a couple of days after the recent election cycle. But now let's go to his office in Arlington, Virginia, where Dr. Anthony Harper will explain and recap the recent elections in America and in Israel. Anthony, welcome to the program, how are you today? Well, I'm very thankful, it's great to join you, Dr. Schaps. Well, thank you, let's get into the news here. It looks like now in the post analysis, and, and, and this is like six days after the election, results are still being counted in Arizona. It's crazy that they are delaying, delaying the vote count. Here in Colorado Springs, El Paso County had delayed the vote count for a couple of days after the election. Uh, what is your take on why are the delays and what's happening in Maricopa County? Well, uh, overall, it just reminds me of what happened in the presidential election last time with, with Trump with a lot of mysterious ballots. John Gizzi of Newsmax just came out with his uh, rendition about what he thinks was a problem. That he, he was saying that abortion is not the main issue that caused this issue, that it's more a matter of poor candidates and not enough funding for the campaigns. But the jury is out on, on this matter, and I'm more likely to incline that there is uh, these mysterious ballots are a result of some corruption and very disturbing that these states in Arizona and, and, and California are, are still counting these ballots. Well, there was apparently a pushback on the Supreme Court who overturned Roe v. Wade back in June. Uh, and, and before that, it looked like Republicans were gonna win by 10 percentage points in national polls. In recent weeks or months, it dropped to maybe five points, but on election night, it looked like maybe only a two or 3% gain. Thankfully, for Republicans anyway, uh, they were able to win enough seats in Congress to take over the House, but not the Senate. Uh, what's your take on the differences between the House and Senate races? Okay, well, for the, for the House situation, it's not, it's not finalized yet about the, the, the vote re regarding uh, how close, close we are. And uh, th these votes that are still being counted is uh, very disturbing. Not sure about exactly what's gonna happen about the, the makeup of the House. And, and as far as the Senate goes, uh, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania is a problem. It, it doesn't seem to me that, that people would, enough people would turn out to vote for him considering how poor the economy is. So there's some other issues that are happening. It's hard to pin it down. 
Were you surprised that Dr. Oz lost in Pennsylvania? He was uh, opposed by Oprah Winfrey after Oprah had put him on the map years ago in her TV show. Uh, why the conflict there? Uh, I'm definitely surprised that he lost, but uh, there, there's been a lot of concerns about the Pennsylvania and, and, and voting problems. We, we saw that in the last presidential election. So very clearly surprised that the Oz would lose in this situation and uh, too much confusion surrounding these elections still. So we're looking now also at ballot initiatives that happened around the country. For example, uh, Kentucky, California, uh, that's a red state and a blue state, but they both voted for abortion reportedly. The, the, the people there, you know, and I think in Illinois and a couple other states, uh, Kansas, you know, five or six months ago, have voted to put const uh, constitutional amendments or state laws protecting a woman's right to an abortion. Uh, is this a surprise? Because this was supposed to be a red wave year. It's an off year. Usually the party outside of the White House is able to pick up seats in Congress. We did pick up seats in Congress, the Republicans did, uh, but the, the pro-life movement seems to have fizzled out here and, and people did not vote for life, they voted for abortion, why? Oh, they're disturbing. Really, overall, there's a moral problem in America. I've been reminding people at the White House that President Lincoln's solution are found in national re re repentance and America is in a serious moral decline. And it, it is very upsetting that this turns out to be a, a red ripple versus a red wave. So there were maybe some, some good news highlights for morally conservative issues. For example, in California, gambling lost by a wide margin. They were trying to put sports betting on everybody's phones in California. The voters said no. Uh, this is after a half a billion dollars was spent by the gambling industry to promote that. Here in Colorado, uh, the marijuana issue failed in Colorado Springs. We're not gonna have recreational mar marijuana in the city of Colorado Springs, where, which is surrounded by five military bases. But statewide, they passed psychedelic mushroom laws. So it's okay, I guess all the voters in Boulder and Denver outnumbered the conservatives in Colorado Springs, uh, it, but they did vote for a tax cut here. Statewide ballot, Coloradans want less income taxes. Why the mixture? Uh, you know, some places are up and some places are down in terms of biblical moral voting. I think the additional disconcern, uh, Dr. Taps is about people's loss of confidence in election integrity. I think that could be one of the reasons why a, a, a less of a turnout and, and not a, a clear more uh, defeat of the Democrats. You know, you raise a good point. Conservatives, I think, were hesitant to vote early. In 23 states where early voting was allowed, the Democrats showed up early 43% to 34% over the Republicans. Republicans tend to wait until election day before voting, but then if there's bad weather or sickness, maybe they change their minds, they end up not voting at all. And as you say, maybe they're worried about the, the voting machines or election integrity. That is not a good reason, everybody, to boycott the elections. Boycotting the elections is a sin. Sitting home is a sin. You must exercise your right to vote. I believe there's a biblical mandate. Let's take a short break. Yeah. When we come back, we will show Dr. Anthony Harper's report from the White House that was posted just a couple days after election day. 
Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website, or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my original My Slippers are back in stock. You've made them a huge success, and now I've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And with your promo code, you still save $90 a pair. Not only that, I'm having the biggest closeout sale ever on our sandals and slides for as low as $19.98. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90 on my original My Slippers, or for as low as $19.98, you can get our sandals or slides. Quantities won't last long, and with my 60-day money-back guarantee, you can rest assured they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Reporting for the Intermountain Christian News, I'm Dr. Anthony Harper here at the White House. Trying to ask a question of Press Secretary Carrie Jean-Pierre about a child's right to life. Now, Fox News did a story about that, mentioning me as the unnamed reporter, but Fox News is refusing to let me comment about the experience here at the White House regarding a child's right to life. Questions that I've been asking on the the decision of Roe v. Wade on, uh, in June of this year, I was there at her office to ask her face-to-face, -face, what about a child's right to life? And asked her, what is your response to our Christian audience? And she refused to say anything. So check out that Fox News story that was done uh, mentioning the unnamed reporter 
a shouts out question about a child's right to life. This is such a key issue. And I've been reminding people here at the White House about President Lincoln's solutions for America. And the White House refuses to acknowledge uh, President Lincoln's solution. In that, you can see it at the top of our website, imcnews.org, where President Lincoln is saying in his proclamation, humiliation and fasting, America is a nation that has forgotten God. We have become too proud and arrogant and self-reliant, too proud to pray to the one that created us. And he said that we need to repent of our many national sins in hopes that God would have mercy on us and forgive us. So we've been talking about here at the White House about the election and the very troubling time our nation is going through and for uh, what, what the Holy Bible talks about and President Lincoln is talking about, is there, a, there is an easy solution to America's problems right now, and that is to honor God and, of course, stop the killing of children in abortion. So the White House frames this issue of abortion as a reproductive health care issue, but it's not. It's about really killing a baby. So there's so many issues to deal with here. I experience a lot of propaganda here at the White House, but I'm persistent in asking uh, questions, very challenging questions on your behalf. Thank you for your prayers and for your support so that I can stay here. Regarding the midterm elections, the results are not all final. It is so close, too close for comfort. But the big question for a lot of people probably is, did the issue of abortion, did that uh, and is that impacting the election results more than the economical issues? It would be very troubling to think that a majority of Americans are more concerned about killing babies in the abortion and uh, in abortion than they are concerned about the economy and other issues. Uh, President Lincoln had a very clear solution to America's problems and uh, the White House and many people in Washington DC would not even uh, pay attention to what he had to say as a solution for America which you can read at the top of our website imcnews.org but it is very troubling about these election results there's still a concern about voter fraud in uh, several uh, counties several states that has been talked about uh, in uh, various conservative news sources. And so we eagerly wait the results. Uh, the latest results that I checked on was uh, for Republicans having 209 uh, seats in the House of Representatives. 218 is needed for a majority. And the latest on the Democrats was having 109 90 something 195 or so uh, of those so uh, the race is getting very close and we eager to see what happens next we have a senate runoff election in georgia and they're still undecided as far as uh, the seats in the senate the republicans are actually at this moment that i'm doing this report two seats ahead of the democrats with 48 uh, compared to 46. So um, the Republicans only need 
three more seats, a total of 51 to have a majority in the Senate. So please pray for America, a nation that is very divided and very troubled. And as President Lincoln had to say, the, the overall problem to our problems here in America is really related to a lot of leadership in our nation forgetting God or living, leaving him out of the equation. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our U.S. Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand, visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or from angels, or from invisible demons. I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled, How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you how do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created now, not just a book, but a 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern, it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God and for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17 part Bible study series for just $99. And if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. Get this important Bible study series for your family, call today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined for one more segment with Dr. Anthony Harper, now to talk to him about the Israel elections. 
Dr. Anthony, you were recently in Israel, in Tel Aviv, in Jerusalem, and you go there a couple times a year and you're always interviewing around the concept of Israeli elections, which are different in Israel than they are here. They have many, many political parties and they have to form coalitions among the parties. In the recent Israeli elections, 64 conservatives won seats in the Knesset, returning Benjamin Netanyahu to the prime ministership. And I think that's a great victory for conservatives. What do you think was the key factor in voters' minds there? I think the key factor was regarding security. Uh, big concerns about uh, there, there was a, a vote or there was, was an attempt to give away some natural gas field that Israel has to Lebanon, which would actually would fund Hezbollah. So I think, yeah, clearly security was the big issue for uh, Netanyahu to, to take, take this uh, very significant win. Um, more than anything, uh, that uh, concern about uh, moving to the left, that the current uh, prime minister, Yair Lapid, would be considered to the extreme left. And, and it's really a, a, a big impact on Israel's security. Well, I think you're right. Um, in recent years, there have been like four statistical ties in their elections. They could never form a coalition government until Naftali, Naftali Bennett, the conservative, joined the leftists so that he could be prime minister for, for a half a year. Uh, and then he resigned abruptly, leaving the leftists in power. Yair Lapid with the Yeshatid party was the prime minister, uh, but he was soft on security. He gave away, as you said, the, uh, the oil and gas fields that are underneath the Mediterranean Sea. He gave those to Lebanon, he gave those to Hezbollah. And those are some of the same terrorists that are killing Jews, that are launching rockets from the north or from Gaza in the south. Uh, and I think the Israeli people were fed up with leftist policies, they wanted a strong Israel, they wanted conservatives, and not just did the Likud party win 32 seats, but there were 32 more seats won by uh, further to the right, conservative Jewish parties. Uh, it, 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 and the demographics are showing that, that the conservative Jewish parties are having babies at a higher rate in dem demographics. So it looks like for many years to come, there's gonna be an upward demographic trajectory where more and more conservatives are gonna be elected. Uh, how does this bode for the issue of uh, Palestinian state? Well, uh, hopefully it really uh, really demolishes this idea of, of a Palestinian state. What I refer to as a two-state delusion, but along with the security issue, Dr. Chaps, is, is a concern about having anti-Semitic Arabs in the coalition government of Yair Lapid and Naftali Bennett. I actually interviewed one of those anti-Semitic Arabs in the Knesset in September. So that's right, the left was forming uh, alliances or coalitions with two different Arab parties. There's uh, the, the Arab list and then there's another one that has a funny name. Uh, but 11 members of the Knesset are Muslims. And if, if anyone accuses Israel of, of engaging in apartheid, that's false because they actually allow the election of Muslims into the Jewish state Knesset. So uh, how, how does the left forming an alliance with those Muslim members of parliament, uh, how does that conflict with the conservative values of the Jewish Orthodox voters? Well, it's a serious assault on uh, Israel's identity. Clearly, Israel is a Jewish state. So as you mentioned, 
really Israel has shown uh, some really uh, a lot of uh, uh, openness to have other voices shared in the Knesset, but then to have anti-Semitic Arabs in the in the Knesset is is a really is a sign that they are not an apartheid state, as you mentioned, Doctor Chaps. But I was also in uh, a hospital in Jerusalem to debunk that Israel's an apartheid state myth in Hadassah Hospital, where I interviewed an Arab doctor and a Jewish doctor and a patient there, and clearly witnessed that Israel is not an apartheid state. Well, on, on the flip side, when you go into the Muslim neighborhoods, uh, you know, Bethlehem or Ramallah or some of those places, there are big signs outside the new communities that say, no Jews allowed and the Jewish people are not allowed in their own country. So the Muslim neighborhoods are practicing apartheid, whereas in all of the Jewish neighborhoods, they have Muslims coming and going freely with safety and security. Uh, there is a conflict there. We have just a minute left, Anthony. I wonder if you would join me in a word of prayer for the peace of Jerusalem. Yes. Okay, let us pray. Father in heaven, we pray for your dear people, uh, your chosen people, the Jewish people in Israel. And Father, until the time that Jesus Christ returns, we pray that their safety and security is first, that America will always be their friend and ally, that your kingdom will be established and your pledge and promise to Abraham will be fulfilled in our generation, that the land may not be divided, that the curse that's spoken of in Joel 3 in verse two will not be upon uh, those who are against Israel trying to divide their land, but instead that Israel will be one contiguous land and one people and one unified uh, nation that worships and glorifies the Lord their God. Uh, Father, we pray for Benjamin Netanyahu as he returns to be prime minister again, that you give him wisdom and strength and the Jewish people will thrive in this uh, sometimes hostile environment of the Middle East, but you give them victory in Jesus' name, amen. All right, our guest has been Dr. Anthony Harper, imcnews.org. We need your donations, large or small, to help us bring you these important reports. Please visit prayinjesusname.org to donate today. Again, that's prayinjesusname.org. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, I've been spending time in prayer and the word and for years I've been teaching about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how you can experience the power of God in your life for your own personal or prophetic ministry, just like they experienced in Acts chapter two in the Bible, when the apostles were all gathered in the upper room and the power of God descended upon them and they began to speak with other tongues. You know now up to 800 million Christians worldwide have experienced the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's for today, it's for you. And you can have this, or at least the teaching about it when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top and you can get this new product for a suggested donation of $30. We'll mail it to you right away. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Operators are standing by to pray with you or to order this powerful teaching series. Every mention in the New Testament of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We talk about the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. We talk about church history of speaking in tongues and great interviews with Lana Heitley and Charles Johnson. You need this product. It'll energize you. 
Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. For a suggested donation of $30, you get this new DVD teaching on the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Call us today at 866-Obey-God. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.